On this episode of Sap and Chance, we go back to Saudi Arabia to check out Crown Jewel, the show that was. And you know what? They're not wasting any time because War Games is already taking shape. So guys and gals, all this review, plus the news of the week. So strap in and thank you for letting us into your ears. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chance. It's Tuesday afternoon, that means wrestling. And I'm joined by my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance. Michael, Chance, how are you, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. Tuesday, uh, Vancouver anyways, nice and sunny, but very windy. How about you out there in the valley? Good, man. Sunny, not windy here at all. It's a beautiful day for November. We're so lucky to live in BC. At least, lower, right. at least the coast down here in the lower mainland is beautiful. No, we're very, very fortunate. Um, being closer to the water, though, we get a different kind of cold than you probably do. I think you still get more of a dry cold, which is weird considering it's only like 30 minutes apart, but it's so weird how it changes. Yeah. But speaking of changes, here we are, man. Crown Jewel, right off the bat, I'll tell you what, my friend, I thought it was an average show at best. I had a couple moments, a few moments in there, but it wasn't pop, bang, smash, exciting. Your thoughts? Yeah, I guess it was above average just because you got some of the big stars out there. You got John Cena, you got Logan Paul, you had Roman Reigns. There's some of the heavy hitters out there, but yeah, it wasn't the best show I've ever seen, but I thought it overall was good. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it was a good show. Nothing, no surprises, nothing crazy, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, nothing nothing hardcore that way. I, I just thought, I don't know, it just, it was, I felt like it was just missing something. Something, you know what I mean? Like, it just didn't have... A certain pop that some shows have. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but hey. But hey, let's talk about the show, man. Uh, first match, we both picked Seth Rollins to win, and he did. Seth versus yeah. Drew for the World Heavyweight title. Drew came out into this match, you know, taking the early lead, beating on him, really showcasing how bad Seth's back was. Took that pretty hard bump against the apron when he kind he of did. body slammed him or whatever he did to him there. Um, kicked out of the pedigree. Seth kicked out of the Claymore back and forth, but eventually it took the pedigree and the stomp to get the job done. Overall thoughts on this match. Oh, yes, Damian Priest came into cash, but Sammy came and disrupted that completely. So Seth remains champion. Your thoughts? It was a good match. They got good chemistry together. Seth had, you know, always got that flashy gear on. So every time he never wears the same outfit twice, which is, you know, this is character something nice to see something different it was solid match it, it wasn't a wasn't a showstopper but it was good we we all knew seth was going to win drew's not taking the belt i don't think drew will be champion again if not if he is it's not gonna be for a while but it was a solid match they worked their butts off and i, I enjoyed it yeah fair enough fair enough right after that we get backstage and drew sitting there with his head down and uh rhea ripley walks by gives him a look and gives him a shrug things to yeah. come you think, or just kind of playing with people? Uh, you know, I could see Drew joining that crew. They need something. They need. They need. That, I think that crew is like I've always said. I'm not a fan of them at all. I think it's pretty shabby looking crew. <laughs> they look like they're from East Vancouver. You know, I just I don't know. Maybe he might. They could give him. It would definitely help. Drew needs. Drew's just kind of floating around now, right? He doesn't really have a program anymore. Now he's down with Seth. I don't know if he's going to keep going on with Seth, but yeah, I could see them. I could see Drew turning heel and doing that. 
I think, yeah, we're seeing the slow heel turn here, so I'm not sure what they're going to do with Drew next, but I guess we'll find out in time tells. Yeah. All right, let's move on here. Now, we are going to the Women's World Championship. Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax, Raquel Rodriguez versus Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark. Now, here's the question I had written down, okay, before we even get into this match. So a week before, they had boxing in the city, right? Yeah, and big they had the girls and they had all, you know, like they're wearing their bikinis and this and that. And I noticed that when the USC girls fight in there, they're also fighting in, you know, their little shorts and their little mm -hmm. tank tops. Why is WWE so subject to having their, like, I have nothing against it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just curious to why the boxing ring girls can still either be in their bikinis and their MMA girls can be in their small little gear and what have you. Why are the WWE girls still being covered head to toe i don't have the answer i'm not sure if you have the answer i don't have the answer to that i'm not sure if that was in the contract i'm not sure if that's the women saying screw you guys we're going to protest it i don't know you never know i'm not sure on that answer it's a great question actually I right because if you think about when ufc does their shows they, they still have the ring girls mm -hmm. i think only dana white vincent man and bob aram could answer that because i'm not quite sure it's very interesting though like how yeah. it's so different Good observation right and, and you know like okay with the F ufc girls one could argue, okay, well, they can wear, you know, they have to wear that gear because of the, what they do, right? But the mm -hmm. reality is they could still move around in full leggings and a top if they had to, like, you know, no gi jiu-jitsu gear. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's a great observation, dude. And I only think about three or four guys could really, really answer that. I'm not sure. Good question, though. Good observation. No, thanks, bro. I mean, if anyone yeah. knows the answer, please let us know in the comments. You know, yeah, we I don't. know ourselves. If not, I'll probably find out the answer after this podcast and... <laughs> Get it out there somewhere. All right, so let's get into this match. So Naya basically gets out of the match, lets the other girls work. She's going to be the catalyst here, right? I mean, yeah. ultimately in this match, no matter, even though Raquel and, and Rhea are, are, you know, big, strong women, you know, Naya just is kind of portrayed as that monster type of girl. She's stronger than those two, bigger, stronger. So uh, back and forth, everyone's kind of fighting in this one. I mean, overall, I thought the match was really good. I, you know, I thought I had no problems with it. Good. Awesome. Uh, right girl won. Uh, Zoe yeah. Starks almost had it, but, you know, got broken up at the last minute there, which allowed Rhea to get the win and walk out of there with the champion. You can't take that offer right now anyway. No, no, Rhea's too hot. She has to keep it. Right. Um, you know, so, I mean, there's not really no much to say about that. Uh, John Cena versus Sola Sokoa. Um, we both thought John was going to win here, but you know one what? thing on the show that I didn't like, I don't know why. I get it, he's trying to put the young guy over, but Sola Sokoa, he's just not, he just doesn't, he's not going to be the next big star, he's not going to be the next big thing. I don't think by him beating John Cena is really going to make a difference for him. He just kind of, he's like lost in that bloodline shuffle. I, I don't know, I thought they should have gave it to John Cena. Not that it matters at this point if whether John wins or loses, anyways, but. I don't know. I guess you're trying to give Solo that push, I guess. Yeah, I don't think it does. But I mean, if you go back to SmackDown and watch the match there or, or their interaction there, like I guess the week before he got the thumb to the throat and, you know, he mm. was working the sore throat angle sort of a deal, the, the Tyson Fury throat. Um, <clears throat> you know, that's how Tyson got that voice. He never used to speak like that, right? Who? Tyson Fury. When he got the throat thing? Yeah, Is like the way his raspy voice. Yeah. He got punched in the throat and sparring. I can see that. And I thought it was that voice. Like, People, that makes sense. Yeah, you go back to his earlier fights, he sounds like Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't understand why they let Solo Sequoia win. Like, I mean, he's not over. The fans aren't 
don't really care for him. He just kind of hangs out the bloodline. And uh, I guess they're trying to give him that chance. Here you go. You just beat John Cena, one of the top of all time. So here you go with it. Run with it, I guess. Well, I mean, here's another example of John Cena putting over talent, right? I mean, anyone who wants to shit on him for, for not doing it or people are saying, oh, John Cena always took the limelight or never shared. No, man. You go to Titus O'Neil or sorry, uh, Tyrus. Remember him? Mm-hmm. He tells the story about John Cena. Impact at, champion yeah. for many yeah, years. Yeah. yeah, Tyrus told the story that he was at WrestleMania and basically, I guess, whoever's match was before Tyrus's match uh, went too long. And, you know, they said, oh, your match is canceled. We can't put it on. And Cena was standing there and his match was next. I can't remember who he was fighting. Uh, and Cena goes, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah I remember. That. Yeah. And he looks at Tyrus and goes, how long is your match? Do you think you need to go about five minutes? And they go, yeah, I need about five minutes in the bathroom. So that's how he was able to get his match on, man. Like John Cena. I think a little bit in the, in the wrestling where we, we harp on, oh, he's not putting this guy where he's not putting that guy. But at the end of the day, people want to see the stars. You know what I mean? They go, they pay to watch the stars. They want to see their stars win. So we can't always put over it. You got to put over the other guys too, but they also got to win too. Keep their value up. Like you want to go to the, you go to a concert, you want to see Mick Jagger. You don't want to see the opening band the whole time. So I kind of look at it that way. But. No, no, I agree. But I think this is a storyline they're working on here, right? Because I mean, they're teasing, they're teasing him retiring now, and they're teasing him mm-hmm. and now lost the solo. They keep pushing the fact that he hasn't won a singles match since 2017. Yeah. I mean, so the fact that they're passing on this information, the past, you know, Cena's acting the way he is on Instagram today, he posted something. It's a young version of himself looking at himself today, you know, kind of like, okay, do Still I in amazing shape? Amazing shape for mid forties. Better than he's in better shape than most guys in the roster in their twenties. Right, and here's the thing I'm wondering about: Do they give him the title one more time? I mean, with Ric Flair now, yeah, yeah because he wants I, to beat that record. Right, but does WWE do it now? Is there more motivation for them? To Absolutely. Do it? You don't think Vince McMahon's thinking, "All right, you signed with AEW for a couple of years, okay, John Cena, you're going to break his record soon." Uh, yeah, absolutely. How do they do it now, though? How do they do it? That's the question. He beats beat Seth Roman Reigns. He can do it. Or somebody else beats Roman Reigns, he gets from him. They, 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 in wrestling, dude. No, nothing... no, no. I get it. I get it. It's just the Booker in me starts to think out loud, like, okay, how, how is this going to work? So basically, you know, it, it wasn't a squash match. But and I'll be honest with you, Ric Flair is, you know, one of my top two, two or three favorite of all time. Still love the guy, but he wasn't really a WWE guy all the way, right? He's more of a WCW NWA guy. John Cena's a WWE guy. So if I'm Vinnie Mac and them, I say, you know what? You're breaking the record. You're a Babe Ruth. You're gonna get it. Don't. I wouldn't be surprised. He even has it for a month or something. Wouldn't doubt it. Well, I think not it for would, sure, but I, I would assume that's what they're thinking. I think it would just go pay per view to pay per view sort of a deal, right? Kind of a deal. I don't know. See what his work schedule is once they all get back to Hollywood and everything as well. Um. Yeah. I mean, this match basically ended with Cena taking a whole bunch of Simone's mics to put him down. So I mean, it wasn't like an easy squash when he really had to. Yeah you know, damage him nicely to, to get this win. But yeah, I see what you're saying, but I mean, you know. Solo Sequoia is a guy that I don't think will ever will catch on. He's just going to be a middle-of-the-road guy who's happy with the bloodline. So, yeah. we'll see what happens. Well, let's find out. Let's find out. Cena got a standing ovation as he departed. I think maybe he gets a match at Mania, and then he's basically done. Who knows? Who knows? That's what they say, but he, he's still in good shape. He still moves well. Who knows? All right. All right. Miss TV featuring the star of the highest grossing film in Saudi Arabia. I don't remember his name. I apologize, but Gracer Waller comes out and he, they have their interaction and basically just ends with the Miz and 
the grossingest star of all time in Saudi Arabia beating him up. Yep. <laughs> hey, I, I, that's a good segment because that he the fans love that guy. He's a big star. He's like their, you know, Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise, whatever you yeah, want to call yeah. him. And, I, uh, apologize. Great, I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name, but it's a great segment. It was well done, and you got to do that stuff. Keep their these guys are paying a lot of money for this show. You got to give them, throw them a bone too. So look, good you, know, I, you know what? And, and to be fair, man, you got to throw them more than a bone, in my opinion. This is why I had high expectations of the show. Let me clear that up right off the bat. So these guys in Saudi paid WWE fifty million dollars to run the show there right 50 million so if you think about that that's the equivalent of three wrestlemanias mm-hmm. in one show wrestlemania will go to saudi arabia one day it's just a matter of time oh it's gonna happen and that's fine too in fact i'd rather watch it in the afternoon than have you know being stuck on the couch all evening yeah. uh, but 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 think about that chance 50 million dollars so that's why in my head i was thinking okay bigger explosions bigger things some you know big changes some you know Things like that, you know what I mean? And yeah. there had to be a title change on the show. And I guess the next match here that we're going to talk about, and if you go into our social, you will see that I am eating crow. It's not tasty, but you know what? An honest, truthful man, a man of God, will always own his own mistakes. And this is the match I was looking forward to the most. I said it before. I'm a huge fan of the guy. And yeah, you break it down. But yeah, I love this match. No, I thought the match was great. Um, Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio Jr. for the United States Championship. Uh, like I said in the reel, guys, go back and check it out. If you ever want to see me admit to something, it's right there. Uh, now, that being said, I was never... Tell me if I'm right or wrong, Chance. I was never hardcore on Logan Paul. I just wasn't sure about him. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Now, I, I will say that... You never doubted his athleticism because you can't. Nobody can deny that. He's a freak athlete. You always admitted that, yeah. I'll, I'll say this, okay? And this is what I said in the reel. Now, Logan Paul, I, I, I'm i wrong. You are an amazing athlete. Oh, you yeah. are an amazing wrestler. You're I Great mean, heel, too. You still have a long way to go in terms of honing the craft and making it your own, but for what you've done in the little time that you've had to do Only it, eight matches. you've done a great job. I noticed from match to match to match to match, you've gotten better. So I, 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 if I had a hat on, I'd take my hat off. I'd tip my hat to you, right? Mm-hmm. Great job. Great ring awareness. I love that. And the reason I mentioned that is because there was that one spot where Ray did that backflip off the top, off the rope, he was going to break his neck, man, but Logan caught him just at the right moment. Now, I don't know if that was ring awareness or coincidence, but I'm going to go with ring awareness because he just showed me a lot. You know what? In this particular match, he showed me a lot. He showed me that he could sell. He showed me that he could work. Um, he could take the bump. He knew the cues, how to act over it. And he knew what to do. So from that perspective, great showing. Um, at the end of the day, you know, the only thing I'll probably debate now is, was it, is he going to be a full-time guy or is he going to be like Roman Reigns now and only show up, you know, by, by monthly to defend the title. And we talked about this off the air a little bit, like, okay, so story, storylines is what drives wrestling, correct? Like if you look at raw, you have all the guys in their storylines that are going for Gunther. You got the guys in their storylines that lead up to that one storyline with Seth, the same with Rhea. This being said, the only title that has the story or anything going for it on SmackDown would be the women's title now. The tag title is is, is a dual show thing, right? So yeah. I mean, it all depends who they're going to pick 
next and what show they're going to focus on with the tag titles. So SmackDown technically has no titles right now unless Logan or Roman start coming back a little bit more. Do you see my point? Like, I know yeah, what you're I get saying. It, but the, the, nobody, I don't think people care about the titles much anymore. It's about a show, right? And no, it's nice to have it. the strap, but like Roman Reigns and Logan Paul are such special talents. They're unique from 98% of the roster. So you don't need to see them every smack on every show. I think you will see Logan Paul a little bit more, but you don't need to have him defend the title all the time. The fact that Logan Paul, who's got you know the, the most popular drink right now, he's got sponsorship from UFC, he does boxing, and he's a global star, and he's a heck of an athlete, better than 95% of the roster, just having him that bell and all the extra eyeballs and promotion that he's pumping this up everywhere he goes. One of my dreams, one of this, one of that. So I know what you're saying, but this is so special attractions for me. I would like seeing them not all the time because then it's not a special attraction. Lesnar, Reigns, Logan Paul. I think you will see Logan Paul a little more than Reigns because, like you said, he's got the U.S. belt. He won't have it for long, but he doesn't need it for long. It's just the accolade to put up there for him because he works so hard. And people are he's such a good athlete. That jump that he did in the middle of the ring when he jumped up to the frog splash, he got higher than the ropes. No, he did. He amazing, good. natural nothing, athlete. Just God-given talent. Look, man, as a wrestler... And I said this as well earlier, as a wrestler, nothing but accolades and a standing ovation on my part. Absolutely. That is amazing. Uh, other aspects of his life, I'll argue still, right? I mean, but but that's neither here or there. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's lots of crappy guys in wrestling. Yeah. But, but I mean, as an in-ring performer and what he's shown, absolutely amazing. And you know what? And a great businessman. Best you know, businessman you know, of wrestling, too. Look yeah. at that drink. Prime is all uh, over. Well, absolutely. Um yeah. Again, I, I get what you're saying about the titles and everything, but I think my point is that it's it's just about the storylines. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, okay, it's going to be like what? It's like watching AEW. There's no structure per se. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you could pick up AEW and, and know what's going on just only for the fact, and this again, just my opinion, there's really no structured stories or anything that will make me want to come back and tune in next week. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm able to show up. They'll cut a couple promos. He'll have a whoever he'll be against Santos. He'll fight it. He'll be at so he'll be at war games. I I don't expect him to fight every week or or this and that, but just have a presence. That's all I'm saying. Just cut a promo, cut a promo on the big. He's not, he's such a big star. They're not going to have him there because then it takes away from having him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I learned from Vince McMahon, I remember him saying he's young, they're special attraction guys. If you see them all the time, you can kiss the special attraction goodbye. So you might see him twice a month. And for me, that's good enough. Every second SmackDown, he does the big ones. Eventually, he, he'll probably defend the belt once or twice and then lose it. Yeah, no. All right, let's move on, buddy. Uh, so we have EO Sky defending against a returning Bianca Belair. Um, solid match, man. I guess this is mm, a good worker. Wicked match between the two. EO looks amazing. I mean, I'm a little bit of a mark for her anyway, so I'm always going to be happy to watch yeah, EO. Um, but here's how this match kind of comes to an end. Uh, outside interference by a returning Kari Sane, former tag team partner of EO Sky, and the way she was written off at WWE when she left was by Bailey giving her the brutal beating that she did to get her off TV. So this yeah. match ends with Kari and EO in the ring with a baffled uh bailey looking on this is good i like the story it was good yeah it's a good uh, bianca's a, i think she's the best talent overall for the women's wrestling myself for the other uh, women's wrestlers but yeah it was a good match and they got good chemistry together they pulled it no. off well especially following logan and ray 
Yeah, yeah. And Bianca looked great, man. I mean, considering she's been off for a few months, you know, doing her thing, she came back. She didn't look like she missed a beat, but again, nope. it was really good too. So the two of them working together was really, really good. But I'll tell you what, man, I'm happy to see Carrie Sane back, man. She she looked awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, I just I just love where that story's going. I mean, it just looks like a lot of fun because damage control. Well, your best friend just came back and you're a part of the group of, you know, where the leader of that group is the one who beat you out of the yeah. company. So let's see where this goes, man. Let's see where this yeah, goes. That was good. They're just building it up. Very cool. All right, let's move on here. Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest, a raw TV match at best. I'll leave it at yeah. that. Cody does the business, gets out of there with the Cody Cutter. Um, you know, two attempts with the Cody Cutters doesn't work, so he does the crossroads. Bob's your uncle. Done. Yeah, yeah, it was nothing special. Just a match. It was okay. But yeah. yeah. Roman versus LA Knight. Your thoughts. It was a good match. LA Knight showed for an old guy. He's an old guy that just really starting, really, like at the big at the big level. He's in his early 40s. He, he held his own. He looked good. He's pretty athletic. Um, it was a good match. We all knew Roman was going to win. LA Knight's not beating Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel, but it was a good match. I thought they worked well. Um, LA Knight proved that he can hang with the big boys. He can be in a main event, and uh, he worked his butt off. So I, I usually knock the guy, but I can't knock him on this one. He, he brought his A game. He went all out. He held his own with the best because he's the champ, right? And Roman's always good. He knows what to do. Roman throws one of the best working punches. His punches are always good. They're always stiff. You know, Roman works like a tough guy. He looks like a tough guy. And uh, LA Knight was good. I impressed me. He held his own. Can't knock oh, him. I, I thought he looked really good. And the way yeah. they, the way Roman won as well really ensured that LA Knight didn't lose any steam. Uh, no. You know, there was that moment where he hit the blunt trauma, the blunt head trauma, got him down. Sure, victory, but Jimmy comes and puts the foot on the rope. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then grabbing the table, putting that out for, for Roman to kind of spear him through it and what have you. So I have I, no didn't, I didn't like I didn't like the Uso coming in there and do that. I thought uh Roman could have beat him clean. He didn't need LA Knight is just getting hot now. He, Roman didn't need extra help to beat him. To me, that no, Roman didn't weakens Roman a little but, bit. But no, like I said though, I don't I agree. I don't think Roman needed him to beat him, but at the same time, this just protects LA Knight. Just yeah. you know what I mean? It's just, just to keep him going, to keep him hot. I mean, the same could have been said about Sammy. I don't think, you know, yeah. all, all the interference needed to be done in Montreal for him to lose. He could have lost to Roman clean, but just to keep that 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 heat going. So yeah. let's see where they go with well, it. Did, man. Like, this is his first main event of a, of a headline ever, a show he's ever done on a pay-per-view, right? And he went against Roman and he looked good. They had good chemistry. They're both about the same size and worked well together actually I was, it matches better than i was expecting so hats off to both of them it's a good match yeah no i had no problem with it and no. you know um but like i said i think overall the show was good like you said i give it a seven two like it moved well it did everything but i just offered 50 million dollars i just was waiting for something else but i don't know what i was waiting for or what i was expecting but i i just thought that there should have been just a little bit more sizzle in there somewhere. But I, I again, I couldn't tell you where it was or what it should have been. But I'm okay. going to give it a seven and a half just because my boy Logan Paul got, got that belt. To me, that's that's huge because right? he's all over social media, millions and millions of followers, the belt on and pumping it up. And it was a good pay-per-view overall, seven and a half. Like you said, it wasn't the best I've ever seen, but it wasn't bad. There's some good matches. And you got to see John Cena out there. It's always good. Watch him while you can because you don't know how many more matches he's got left. 
So I think he's got maybe three or four left in him because like once Hollywood season starts opening up again, he's got about four or five films that he's working on. So I mean, it's going to be a big gap there again if he does come back, right? So let's see. Let's we'll see. What see um, all right, so we are now, I guess, in Connecticut at the Mohegan. Are we in Connecticut? Is that where they come back to? Where are we? Where are we? Oh, no, they're in Pennsylvania, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Sorry, yeah. at the Mohegan Sun Arena. Oh, they made it all the way back to Pennsylvania. Interesting. All right, Monday Night Raw. Here we are. Now we're on the road to Survivor Series, my friend. Here we go. Mm. Uh, one of the big four. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out. He's got to still be world champion. He thanks all the people. Thanks Drew McIntyre for a great match, making him better than he was before. And here comes Sami Zayn. And uh, Rollins thinks, thanks, thanks, oh, Sami uh, for, for helping him out there. And that kind of leads to the main event of the night, which will be Sami versus Seth yes. for the world heavyweight title. Um, two working men guys, uh, hardcore, you know, both saying, look, neither one of us is 100%. We're never 100%. So let's do it tonight. So yep. that's that's the main event tonight. Uh, New Day versus Judgment Day to start off the show. Um, I don't know. They burned through this match pretty quickly, man. Um, it, it could have been, you know, could have been a title match. I think New Day's trying to come back into their own a little bit here. They are a little bit. Oh, yeah. Day. Um, I don't know. Average match at best. I think the ending came. The ending came. Balor sling blades Woods into this, you know, in, into into the corner. Drops him. Does the coup de gras. Bob's your uncle. They win the match. Yeah, pay per view match in my opinion. Nine minutes, ten seconds. What do you think? I don't know if it could be a pay per view match. It was a good. I mean, like I said, they're trying to get New Day out and every show now. They're kind of coming to their own, like you already said. You knew New Day wasn't going to be Judgment Day. It was decent, I guess, a little bit rushed. But, I mean, nine minutes for a TV match isn't bad. Yeah, yeah, fair play. Shinsuke Nakamura, Akara Tozawa, all Japanese affair. Two minutes and 31 seconds. Pretty much a squash at the end of it. You get Otis coming in. <laughs> you stare down. Shinsuke. Yeah. I like that. You got to keep Otis. He's fun. You got to have entertaining guys on. They're goofy. But he's strong. So, I like that. Keep Otis around. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Miz versus Bronson Reed versus Ivar versus Ricochet to determine the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. So basically, the ending here comes when Ivar is coming back in. Uh, sorry, the monster drops Ricochet. Oh, pardon me. Let me just clear my notes up here. So the end comes when... Um, Ricochet drops the Miz for two. Ivar comes back into the ring for a splash to make the save. The monster drop Ricochet and the Miz again before going up. And Ivar's moonsault hits Ricochet, but Miz avoids. Reads to Sami, leads Ivar out of the ring, which gives Miz the opportunity to do the double pin on them. So yeah. Miz is your intercontinental number one contender. It looks like we're getting a face here in, in him now. I think so. He's been healed for so long, and I'm glad he won that match. And see him go face. He's getting a little bit older now, so let him switch it up. Put that exclamation on the mar exclamation on it by Ivar beating the crap out of him after. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, it's right. a good match. Right. So here we have the Creed Brothers versus DIY. Your thoughts on this match? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand the DIY team. I mean, 
I was not a bad match. I like the Creed brothers. I mean, yeah, it was okay. It was, it was, they work well together. They, yeah. They're all good chemistry, but filler match, I guess. I'm not sure how else to describe it. Something to fill up the three hours. Well, you think fair play. Um, so back and forth action. You guys did work really, really well together. Uh, ending comes when Ludwig Kaiser comes in. He slaps Gargano, allowing the Brutus ball to connect for the pin. And that was basically it for that match. Next, we have a battle royal to determine the new number one contender for the women's title. We have Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Pepper Nevin, Chelsea Green, Shayna Baszler, Becky Lynch. Tell me when to stop. The list goes on. Basically, all the women on the roster. Uh, Becky comes out to the ring. But Zaya comes out, gives her a kick to the head, the same that she did to Candice Michelle or Candice LeRae which kind of puts her out of the match. So you got your story there, the next storyline for for um, Becky. And you know what? That's pretty cool, man. Good for Zaya because now she's yep. going to get some opportunity. She's kind of been in the back and catering for heaven knows how long. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. That's a good storyline. Look, bottom line, it came down to Zoe Starks and uh, Shayna Baszler with Zoe winning. So her number, the new number one contender will be Zoe Starks, who will face Rhea Ripley at Survivor Series. So that's the first official match that we know of. So yeah. I guess we could say we're not going to see Raw versus SmackDown or anything like that. It's going to be within each brands. Yeah, Survivor Series War Games. So well, big, we'll big get force. To Yeah, no, we'll get to that. And uh, Zaya Lee, look at her go. Good for her, man. I like her, man. She she actually has potential if she's got the opportunity and you know being able to work, um, being able to work with her now is going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, um, that's going to give her some good rub. Good for them. Let's see what they get with that. Finally, here we go. Main event time. We have Sami Zayn versus Seth Rollins. Not a bad match, man. Probably best match. Of the night. It was solid. Oh, best match night by far. These guys work well together. They're both workhorses, right? Like. Say I can you know knock Sami Zayn's look all all I want, but when he gets in the ring, he works hard, man. He throws one of the best. I said it before. He throws one of the best working punches, and his halua kick, and like he gets the crowd going, and they're about the same size, and like they work well. Best match tonight by far, I thought. Good good way to close the show out. No, of no. course you know Seth's gonna win. Sami's not taking the belt on Raw, but hey, great match. No, hundred percent. So. The stomp is countered into a lion meter and all things follow in a regular Boston, you know, like they followed by a Boston crab. Yeah. Uh, that was reversed into a small package to give them the win. So they both kicked out of their finishers and everything, but it was something simple as a small package that got the victory. Um, so that keeps Sammy okay as well. Like it wasn't a bad loss. It was just nope. one of those kind of losses. No shame losing the champ. No, no. Um, this, you know, it was good. It was a good main event, man. They got in a few of the teases for the title change for Zane coming after, you know, after the title. Uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with all of this, man. I really enjoyed it. All right. Post-match judgment day runs in, jumps in from behind and Rollins takes a beating of his own. Jay runs in to make the save, but gets beaten down as well. And here we go, man. Cody Cody Rhodes, one more time. I think this has happened on the last three Raw. Cody Rhodes, last man out, comes out, and they all start fighting, and everything is going the way it is. Adam Pierce comes in. I've never seen him angry like this before, man. You guys don't quit. No one quits. Blah, blah, blah. You want mm -hmm. war. You want war. Match, we already knew that was going to happen. But here we go. 
bloodline or sorry um judgment day against cody sammy jay and seth in war games monday night what'd you think the raw uh above average was decent i wasn't great it's hard coming off a big show like crown jewel right those those raws after those shows are always hard and it was all right it was decent moved some storylines forward good main event a couple good matches but nothing special yeah i got no issues with it i thought it was fine it was was a fun show for a monday night um it did what it delivered what it was supposed to deliver survivor series though which is really interesting i guess it's only two weeks two and a half weeks away right it's the same yeah. night as benavides and uh andrade so mm-hmm. that's a busy saturday night man wherever you are yeah. in the um it's gonna be pretty cool so chicago man do you think punk comes back or no no i don't think so well, they could be just saying that oh they didn't want him back and then he shows up but do they really need him they're such a hot company right now. They just merged with UFC. What do they need this guy for? It's going to make a bunch of problems for it. Well, they don't need him. If They don't need him yet, but I think they could use him for Mania. Why? Mania is so hot. Without him, all the, we did, what, has he been gone seven, eight years? True enough, but you bring him back for one, that's all you really need him for is that one pop, right? And you make all your money back. Yeah, right. they'll be strict with him too. He's not going to be playing around backstage. He won't won't be able to do any of the things that he does, right? So, but I, I, you know, it's inevitable. He's going to come back eventually. Probably. I I never cared for the guy even before when he's doing the whole straight edge. Just never liked the guy's attitude and the way he looks and carries himself. Always just thought he's a good worker. He put him through good matches. He's had some great matches. Can't knock his work. Even AW is putting on some good matches. Just don't like his smug attitude and just always thought he's a little bit overrated. So, you're probably right. One day he will come back, but. I hate to say it, but I hope not. <laughs> you know, he comes back, he comes back. There are some good stories that he could be doing with Triple H and Vince and all these guys. Because, but who knows? But does does Vince ever become a non-air character again? Do you think? Not full time. He might come out once or twice, but he's not going to come out there. And I don't think. Yeah, you'll see him again though. People think you're never going to see him again. He's still running the show. He's still second in command. He's still going to come out one day. He'll be at the Hall of Fame. He's going to be at Mania. You know what I mean? You'll see him less and less, but. Uh, He's not going to be like he was before Stone Cold Vince. I mean, he's 78, right? But you'll see him again. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, brother man, do you got a top five? Anything like that for us? I do, yeah. Let's hear your top five um, favorite intercontinental intercontinental champions of all time. Five intercontinental champions of all time. My favorites. Okay. Um... <laughs> Pardon me. Well, I'm going to have to go with Honky Tonk. Because he was, you know, up until recently, up until now, man, he was the longest reigning champion. I mean, if you think about it, that man held the title. Like, no one broke that record since the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's right? the longest so, reigning, yeah. So you got to give a shout-out to the honky-tonk, man. Um, Tito Santana, also. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. liked him because when he won the title, and I remember he didn't have that long of a reign, but he beat Greg the Hammer Valentine in a steel cage match to win the title. And I, as a little kid, I was very happy to see, you know, Tito win. But then having Greg take the belt and smash it against the cage to kind of really damage it and break it. You know, that's what I remember from it. So I would have to put Tito on that list. And this is just all my own personal opinion. It has yep. nothing to do with wins or losses. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, definitely. Because, I mean, those were the stepping stones to everything else. I know it's a top five, but I'd have to say triple more. H as well. Triple H. 
Again, yeah. look at what that title did for those guys, right? In general, um, you know, where, where it elevated them to and took them to the next level. So That's back, well, yeah, but back in the day, the Intercontinental title was that precursor to the guy who's going, you know, to the next level sort of a deal, right? Not so much today per se, um, but at that time, if you had the Intercontinental title, you were that guy you know at some point in the future would become world champion. Not always, but for the Not most always, part. But for the most part. Yeah. But yeah, so there you go, man. Top five. Good list. I would take only one guy I would put in there is uh one of my all-time favorites. I put Mr. Perfect in there myself. But um it's so it's so hard. Like your list is really good. It's personal opinion, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, again, if I I can I, I disagree with that. Perfect against Piper was amazing. Well, perfect versus Bret Hart. Sorry, but, perfect versus Bret Hart was amazing. Piper versus Bret Hart was amazing. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Right? You know, I mean, if you think about it, there's a lot of talent. You're right. There's a lot of guys out there who've had that belt. Even Macho Man was going to find a little champ, too. You can go on and on with it. That's it, right? But right. talk about guys who, who had the belt that never got that push that they probably deserve, a.k.a. Razor Ramon. Mr. Perfect. Never Mr. Got the belt. Perfect. Uh, Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. You know, even Warrior was on. Even Warrior's Intercontinental Champ. He got the belt too, but he was an Intercontinental Champ too. Yeah, but Warrior had a different thing, right? I mean, they just pushed him and pushed him. But you look at three pure guys that should have been world champion, in my opinion. If they were, if you got guys like Mister Perfect and these guys were wrestling today in remote, oh, they'd be champs. They'd be, they'd be stars. I mean, if they were stars. They'd be the no problem. It's much, much deeper talent pool back then. I would love to know why Razor never got a shot at the big belt. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, he has the size. He had everything that Vince likes, right? I mean, Except there's too much, there's too much drugs and booze. Probably couldn't trust him. But at that time, was he on that? I think that was more so after he left. No, he was always a drinker. He was during the party days. But is it? Bills, coke, booze. But even at that time, is, is it safe to say that Vince had control of everyone? Because most of these guys had these issues and problems after they left him. No, he, he Razor had a during. You heard all the stories, the click. I mean, I'm sure that's. I'm not Vince. Not going to say it now that he's passed, but I'm sure that's a huge reason. Like, can I trust the guy? So you're going to go out there sloppy. And don't get me wrong; he has all the looks, the, the talk, the size. You, you betcha. No, no, no. Maybe that's the reason why he didn't get it. It shows how well the WWE controls their 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 talent. That's what I mean. Like, think mm-hmm. about it. his drinking really didn't get out of hand or was exposed. Because I mean, to be fair, yeah, we all knew they all drank and everything. But it was never like what they did in WCW when they left. You know what I mean? Like he came out to the ring drunk once before mm-hmm. and things like that. So it just kind of shows, you know, the levels in companies. Mm-hmm. Hands down, man. Yep, absolutely. You know, Vince runs a tight ship, still is. <laughs> but yeah, I know. I don't know. I'm assuming that's probably why. But like I said, there's only another thing. There's only so many spots. Not everybody can be champ. People always say, this guy should have been champ. This guy should have been champ. But champion is something special. Only the special talent should get that we can't give the belt to everybody like the WWE hall of fame there's way too many people in there that shouldn't even be in there they've watered it down to me hall of fame is for the immortals for the elite not for guys that were average at best but oh they were cool throw them in there just to fill up the show they weaken the hall of fame in WWE by doing that i hate to say that because i do love WWE, but there's too many guys that, shouldn't be, that aren't hall of famers yeah they had a couple of good matches but what's the definition of a hall of famer like everybody's in there name the guy that's from the day is not in there they're all in there Who's not in there that would be a common guy that would fit into... Well, Haku and Ming should be in there. Well, Honky Tonk's not in there. He's not in yet? No. Maybe he refuses to go in there, but he would be in there if he wanted to. I think he's refused it. 
He's saying no. I don't know why. I've no, of... no, he's refused it. I've met Honky Tonk at least 10 times. He's refused it because of a, a merchandising and rights deal. He's been offered many times. Like he's the longest reigning and accomplished champion of all time. If you wanted, they were going to put him in. He told him no for those reasons. That's what he was saying to me. Um, but uh, like besides Haku and Ming, who else from back is not in there? Hmm. Who else is not in there? Everybody's in there. Bad News Allen's not in there yet. Yeah, but I mean... I'm just saying. I, we're, we're putting yeah, I know, but like there. pretty much everybody that was, that was average, some of these guys, right? I'm trying to knock them just saying, like, they've let in too many oh. people that be in there. I'm not knocking them at all. It's just they like, need to make a real Hall of Fame where you can go and visit. The only, they're the only, only company that has a Hall of Fame that you can't actually go visit. You need to make I, a building or a warehouse, and maybe they will now. Well, I mean, they have enough stuff. I mean, they ever watch those uh, those shows on A and D where they have? Like, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, they have a huge warehouse. Dude, it's massive. I mean, they have everything they need to make a Hall of Fame. I mean, that warehouse alone could be the Hall of Fame. And dude, they make tons of people buy the tickets to walk through there and look at everything. Like, I'm sure one day it'll happen. I'm sure, they've talked about it. I'm surprised they haven't. Well, I'm surprised too. Considering like I'm saying, we call it the Hall of Fame, but there actually really is no Hall of Fame because there's no actual place. Considering how much stuff they have to play with there and everything, you, I'm Money. surprised that hasn't been done. I really haven't. But then again, let's find out. Maybe we'll see something come up. One, right day. One day, probably in Florida, right beside the Performance Center. I just don't see why they don't build it off of that anyways. I don't know. Hopefully, because it'd be a cool spot. Maybe like you said, they got the memorabilia. They got the money. They got everything. They could easily do it. Do you think it's because maybe they'd have to pay royalties to the talent and stuff, the characters? I don't think so. They could just be just putting their stuff up on display. They already own it anyways. Why can't they put up Undertaker's jacket? Why can't they put up Hogan's bandana? You know what but I mean? Some, like, some of the lesser talent, say they put Coco Beware's kind of whatever. I'm just saying. Yeah. Right? Coco's not doing great. Well, wait, you guys are displaying all my stuff and, and you know, taking all the money. Well, no, because if he, they wouldn't, he'd have, he'd, he wouldn't have it. If they have it in the warehouse, they own it. No, no, I know, but it would just open the door for people to try to sue them and this and that. That's what I mean. Maybe that's why they haven't done it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. We I should though. figure something out. There you go. All right, brother man. Why don't we wrap this up here today? Yep. Call it a session and move on to the next one. Two and a half weeks away from Survivor Series. I'm see. I'm sure we're going to get a lot more answers as we get back to here next Tuesday. So I'm Samson, and he is Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, what do you got to say? And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. And in the words of the infamous Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Samp and Chance. Everyone, have a great rest of your week. Hope it's going well. We will see you soon. Samp and Chance out.